0: i am a jedi
1: like my father before me snakes why did it have to be snakes hey doc we better back up we don't have enough roads to get up to 88 roads Well, we're going we don't need roads don't kill me man
2: i'm not going to kill you i want you to do me a favor i want you to tell all your friends about me
1: what are you i'm batman
2: Hello and welcome, screen fiends, to an action-packed episode of the Screen Kings spot. I'm joined today by my buddy Detective James Gordon, Tom, Seth Bernard, Lads, and a special guest, Mister Miz.
3: Hey, ahoy!
2: All right, are we uh, we ready, fellas?
3: Let's go after it.
2: The theme this week is Action August. We're going to be going through a lot of action games, action lists, movies. We're going to be really delving deep into action this week. But uh, before we do that, I wanted to start off how we start off every week. What have we been doing? What have we watching, playing, so on and so forth? Gordon, what have you been up to?
4: Uh, Well, we we watched a movie um, that we're going to talk about today right right, um yeah. so i won't I won't get into that yet besides that, yeah, yeah, but besides that, man, i've just been i've been working through the uh uh last season of scrubs, it's about it, nice, minus nice. uh season, which season do we all watch we Second? don't talk
0: about season nine,
4: nine, okay, yeah, we don't talk, about, yeah, yeah, I'm not watching season nine screw that, I'm but out uh.
2: To- I don't like any of them, so
4: right now I don't know if you know this, but um if you like action games, the Far Cry five you can actually play for free this weekend. Um if you guys are into those types of games.
2: I think Josiah is a big Far Cry fan.
4: Yeah,
0: I loves them.
2: I don't like yeah, him. I don't I don't get it. I never really got much into them either. Nah. I don't like people who like Far Cry games.
4: <laughs> he actively wow. dislikes those people. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: As, I played a little bit of four, but it it just wasn't my thing.
4: Mm-mm. There's a if you did you play four? Did you beat it the the quick way? Yeah. So you know, there's a yeah. fast way to beat it.
2: That's, that's the only time I've ever beaten it. Yeah. That's it. That's that's all I did. I beat it that way, and I
4: never touched it again. Yeah. All you have to do is he's like, "Hey, uh, uh, stay at the table. I'll be right back." And you're supposed yeah. to like sneak off, and then you like go through the compound and yeah. like start Which killing. Which is guys. what you would you do if, play if
2: you're playing a video play. game.
4: Yeah, if you yeah. just wait at the table, he'll come back, and then you guys, like, join forces. And and the game's over. Goes through, like, a montage of you guys ruling the island. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's all I've been doing, man. Nothing else, really.
2: What about you, Seth?
0: I've uh, just been re-watching the Thrones. I'm almost done.
2: Nice. Nice. Where are you seasoned.
0: at? Uh, I got two episodes left, so I'm at the very end.
2: Oh, well, yeah, you
0: might not even make it through them, too. Did you, did
4: you make it through the wet, the red wedding? Barely. I mean that's, through tears and all, but that's all I know about Game of Thrones. That's that's, that's it. the end the of the, the season wedding.
2: That's, that's when it was good. So I'm sure he may have passed that part. You know, it,
0: it's crazy, like watching it, it, how different it feels like from season one through six and then seven and eight. It's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Aren't they supposed
4: to be rewriting Bad. the ending for it? I think that's like a
0: fan petition. I don't know.
2: Is there there's, 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 they were supposed I saw, to. yeah, that's not awful. Yeah, it's just it was a shame. Yeah. what about you, Mr. Miz? What have you been watching lately?
3: Oh, I also saw the movie recently that we're gonna talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. I also am rewatching Yellowstone to get ready for the new okay. season. Great show. Yeah. Very well my list. Done, masculine men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't get a lot of that on television anymore. Nope. And Kevin Knozler, also, right? Say that again.
2: Kevin Cosner, right? Yes. Okay.
3: But, but the Cowboys. Well, I mean, not so much Kevin Cosner. He's the grandpa on the show, but it's a good show. And then also, I just started watching. My son wanted to check out Batman Beyond, so I'm watching that with him.
2: Nice, nice, classic. That's Tom yes. Valley right there. Oh yeah, there we go. I watched that every every week as a kid. It was on.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Yeah, Where first one.
2: It was on WB and then I think it was on Cartoon Network for a little while, just for yeah.
4: And we made it two minutes into this podcast. It's getting shorter and shorter and shorter to the point where it's just only going to be Batman as soon as uh-huh. we start the podcast. <laughs> and
0: now Tom and Miz are bonded forever. So,
4: yeah. yep, you guys are soul bonded like a couple of avatars. <laughs> nice, sticking your ponytails together. Nothing
1: mm-hmm. wrong with that. Long mm-hmm. okay. walks on
4: the beach. Yeah.
2: But yeah, uh, what about you: man? Yeah, I just I, I got to a point in South Park I just oh, I think I'm done with it. I think of what I think season I, are you at? I figured it out that I think the last really, really, really good season was 14, and 15 through 18. They got a lot of good episodes, but it's you can see quality really to and anything after that is just I, I just can't even watch it all.
4: I think the last the last season that I really thoroughly enjoyed was I don't know if we talked about it last time, but uh, the episodes where they get really, really dark, like the cash for gold episode. Yeah, um, like Butter's grandma and all that stuff or Stan's grandma, whoever it was. There's a couple of those episodes were like super dark. That's 14 or 15. 15 Yeah, it was somewhere in that range. That was where I remember I. I finally was just, I was done with it after that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was real close to that. This that era was just, yeah. The first 14 seasons, though, were gold. Definitely anybody. I mean, that's something you can binge. It's all on HBO Max. I would definitely recommend it. Other than that, I've been watching Hoarders. Hoarders? I really like that show. It uh, my I, wife I, can't I get enough of that, that show.
4: My wife loves it.
2: <laughs> yeah. They got, they put a new season on Hulu that I haven't seen. So that's what I've been binging last couple of days. Sweet. But yeah, um, let's see. I did want to talk a little bit about what action films mean to me. When I was a kid that, I mean, that was our whole summer. We go out, you know, we play kickball, we get all sweaty. And then usually we wind down the night, me and a couple friends with Terminator two or, or uh, you know, like Die Hard. It was a lot of fun. Just that this this time of year, this is why I want to do this episode because this this time of year, this August, you know, around you know August, September, July, it's just that feeling I get.
0: The nostalgia. The nostalgia, mm-hmm. yeah. Sure.
2: Yeah.
1: But uh, no, I
3: think uh, I think I agree with you, Tom. I I, I mm-hmm. grew up financially challenged, so my mom would take me and my brother to the theaters. We'd buy a ticket and we'd all
2: afternoon mm-hmm. to oh, yeah, checking yeah. out different yeah. movies nothing nothing compares nothing compares no.
3: it really is something I mean a lot of kids there are never going to have experienced that but mm-hmm. that's, those are nice memories yeah
2: and just a lot of those old action films you know they just don't have them like they used to there's just something about them something about how they just live in the there's a little bit of I us say cheese a little bit of camp and that's what makes it great now today we got Christopher Nolan and he always tries to be so serious it
4: is. always playing well, with time
2: yeah you want you want some fun in your action film you know you want you want big burly dudes that can barely speak english you know mm-hmm. doing some crazy plot that doesn't make sense that's what you want it's just something fun something to turn your brain off to. yeah you don't, I mean, trying to think of christopher nolan's plots and get through them it's just so difficult he just tries to make everything so complicated on purpose You know, but I I do like his films do have a place, but it's just just today overall. There's just they got the Marvel movies and that's about it. You know,
4: you need to have some mindless action films so that you don't have to think you can just keep watching and enjoy the spectacle.
0: Tom, you're being such a hypocrite right now because you are describing like Fast and Furious and you hate
1: (laughs) Fast and Furious.
2: That's different. That's more. Well, that's 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 getting really, really, really cheesy. Come on, you gotta have a good balance, man. You understand.
4: Are you saying you don't care about family? I think that's look, what he's saying.
2: Look, I was the one that said we ought to we ought to bench them all and discuss them. So where are you coming from?
4: That was a sick joke though, right?
2: Yeah, yeah plus you're ripping off yeah. what say you. Yeah, that's true. But still, maybe one of these days, just for your life. <laughs> but yeah, uh Seth. You told me that you saw tomorrow war, right? no we haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. I wanted your review of tomorrow war first ever on the screen Kings. go ahead Tommy, put me on the spot here
4: mm mm-hmm. it. you know that's what we do for for our uh, our podcast our hobby right. We talk about mm-hmm. movies
2: right, Seth, come on, you told me i. Miz, have you seen Tomorrow War? I have. Bill, Seth, out for us, please. Save
3: me. Threw me the rope. All right. So <laughs> for me, I find Chris Pratt very likable.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So you can forgive a lot of things because, you know, if you're like who's in the movie, it's easy to forgive a lot of things. I think visually it's a beautiful film. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very well. I mean, I think they did a great job with the aliens. Mm-hmm. I don't think the, the time jumping explanation, I don't think it was very clear for a lot of folks why they could only jump to certain points in time.
1: Yeah.
3: I thought some of it was kind of rushed. So uh, obviously, yeah, but that's, uh, uh, to me, it's like a personal gripe. I find that today, I, I, I think in the entertainment industry, they're having a very hard time telling stories. Yeah. They, they don't know how to tell stories. They don't know how to make beautiful looking films you know we have great directors great action great angles and all that other stuff but yep. they really they struggle with telling the story so yep. i i like the story i think at the end a lot of you know they wrapped it up pretty quickly at the end i don't yep. want to give it away any spoilers but i really enjoyed the the second act so when they actually when he actually jumped into the future i thought that was very interesting it was good and then the twist that was kind of in
2: the middle the reveal that the was twist. nice it was well. sweet
0: I could um, set up better myself.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah they sound like what I was saying earlier. Christopher Nolan—he's changing the narrative. He's changing what it means to make an action yeah. show. and this is the products we're getting.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and, and then they're, they're copying each other. Yeah. and it's—it's it's rough. It's rough. Well, I think a lot of people.
4: I think a lot of people want to try to be Christopher Nolan, and they're not going to be able to do what he does he's a really good writer and he's a very good director. He has his own kind of, you know, his own path that he follows in the film industry, but trying to replicate what he does, it's just going to come off as more of a mess than anything. And it's just going to be really nice to look at. And that's it. It's going to be empty.
2: Unless you're going to pretentiously wear a scarf, even on the hottest days of some (laughs) of the hottest days of summer Mm -hmm. and put on a fake British accent when you grew up in Chicago Mm -hmm. You're not going to be Christopher Nolan. you got to have those two at least.
4: Have you seen the video of him explaining how time works in one of his movies?
2: Oh, He's drawing oh. it
4: out on a chalkboard.
2: I can't and, imagine. And
4: I don't know if it was a troll or not or if it was meant to be, but when he was drawing it out on his chalkboard, it just turned into a penis. It was just a it just oh, a drawing of a I penis on, on the chalkboard while he was going through how time works in his, in his movies. Maybe that Usually. was the twist. Yeah, yeah.
0: Phallic shaped charts always usually works best.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I don't want to hit on him too bad. I know he. I mean, I did like the Dark Knight. That was a really good film.
3: That was a good movie. Getting back to what you were saying, so I think you know how there would movies that would be a little bit more. They would, you know, they would make you forget about things, and Mm -hmm. you know, they take you on an adventure. Maybe the closest thing, maybe that we have like today, and I, this might be a very unpopular opinion, but like Michael Bay has a very distinct yeah. look to his movies. And his movies are like, if you think about him too much, you go, This is ridiculous. But mm-hmm. if you can just get lost into what he's doing visually, it could,
2: yeah,
3: it's the closest thing I think I see.
2: I know when, uh, me and my sister and nephew, when we go and see the Transformers movie, we had a good time, you know. Yeah, of course, you know the plot's a little kooky, and the acting—you want them to great. be better, yeah,
3: desperately to be better, and they just yeah. can't do
2: it. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. You just got to enjoy them for what they are. You know, you got to yeah. embrace the cheese, right? I don't want a little cheese.
4: Well, he—I think what makes him successful is he leans into it. He does yeah. not—he shy away from he it. He's trying to impress anybody with with the plot or. The action. That's why every single movie, Megan Fox or some other, you know, person that's like scantily dressed is is always in it. It's all like his movies are just strictly eye candy. That is all they are. Mm-hmm. But he leans into it candy. hard and he has a, a huge fan base that will see any movie that he puts out, no matter what it is.
1: Yeah.
2: I'll tell you this. I'd be more excited if I had to choose, gun to my head, go see the next new Michael Bay or... Christopher Nolan, I'd probably go see the Michael Bay movie. Just because I know I'm at least going to understand it. Come on.
1: And I'm
2: (laughs) I'm not going to be depressed afterwards.
4: Tom, come on. What are we talking about here? Did you see Tenet? We just lost so many viewers.
2: Did you see Tenet? Yeah. It was terrible. I was
4: confusing. Oh, my God. I was confused, but I thought it was still a pretty good film.
2: i like to see Kenneth Branagh at work. I like to see that. And I like the, the real tall, sexy British girl. That was about it. That was about it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think mm-hmm. he said, I got this concept. I'm going to make it super overly convoluted. So you think about,
4: people... Okay. What about uh, his previous movie, Dunkirk? Well, well, I can't I speak on that one because I never saw it. Okay.
2: Just because Chaz hyped it up so much and said it was the greatest film of all time.
0: Yeah. I, don't know, I didn't. Agree, I didn't agree with that.
2: I was I, I was gonna hate it regardless just because of how Chaz is. That's why. That's the only reason. I knew there was no way I could like that film after his opinion of it came out.
4: It's definitely not. I, the, I
2: was overhyped.
4: Greatest film of all time. It's a really good movie, but it is not greatest yeah. film of
2: all time. It's not oh, better yeah. than like, like Saving Private tell him Ryan. Him. To, I mean, am I wrong, Seth? I mean, how much did he suck that movie up?
0: Well, you know he loves anything Christopher Nolan.
2: Maybe that's him and
0: and Interstellar. I mean, he.
2: Hey,
4: I'll jump on that hype train. Interstellar is a masterpiece. I like Interstellar a lot. Interstellar is a masterpiece. I don't care what anybody says.
2: It's just the fact that me and Chaz go back and forth so much. And he he puts Nolan up there as a god. It's just my nature to be. Contrarian. Yeah. Yeah. A contrarian to Chaz, which is one of my favorite hobbies. But uh, I do have a bonus question, gentlemen. Bonus question. How many action films do I own on my Voodoo account? Now, Voodoo, <laughs> does anybody have Voodoo?
3: I think I've used it before.
2: Yeah, it's... it's
3: It just it's combined hard. with something, didn't it?
2: Yeah, what, yeah, I think Fandango and them just partnered. That's me. what it is, yeah. But yeah, they have a lot of good deals. You know, I'll go on there and see like a $5 movie here. You know, pick it up. I like it, so on and so forth. Kind of creating my own Netflix. One day I won't need it. I'll have them all. But uh, how many films do I own on Voodoo right now? Action films. Action 60 films? F- just action
4: 63. Films. Oh, I it, think that's that's I, a lowball answer, dude.
2: I got a uh, oh. ABCD. A, 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 13. Uh, just action films. Okay. B, 29. C, 44, or D, 68? 68. 68. This is going with D. With 44. D. Seth, going with C. Gordon?
4: I'm going to go D as well.
2: Okay, D, 68. All right, well, today I'm going to award a bonus point to both Gordon and Miz. Well done, 68. Yes, sir. Phil. I said
0: yeah, 63 it. originally. I was close. It was Steph. close,
2: yeah. It scared me. It did. Well, I do have your voodoo, remember that. That is true. And he still got it wrong. And both of you gentlemen got it right. <laughs> How is that even a thing? <laughs> so, I thought that was obvious.
4: It, whatever the, the largest number was going to be was the, the answer to that question.
2: Mm-hmm. All all the James Bond films, the Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, Jaws, I got them all.
3: Yep. Awesome.
2: And at a very fair price. Like I said, they always have a deal. I can't buy a movie for 10 bucks or over. I won't do it. I refuse. Hundred yeah. percent All those films are bought for at least five dollars. But uh now I want to launch in, gentlemen, to the mailbag. We're gonna open the mailbag this week. I
0: okay. think I have busting at the seams. We've got
2: mail. We got a lot of uh entries this week. I uh, there was one that I really liked that I wanted to pick out. It's from a Michael Hunt, and he says <laughs> Uh, hey, dipshit, the pod sucks. Kill yourself. <laughs> and I want to say thank you, Michael. And Here's uh, Mike. That's all I had for the mailbag. But if you are out there and you want to send us a uh, email, uh, questions, comments, concerns, you can reach us at ScreenKingsPod at gmail.com, and we will read them right here on the air. Wow.
3: I wonder how much of the podcast you got through just to make that informed
2: Assessment of the podcast. Couple minutes probably. Yeah, couple minutes at least. After Batman was
4: mentioned, he he tuned out. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh. Let's see. All right. Well. Uh, I guess without further ado, I wanted to launch into our picks for three best action films of all time, gentlemen. You know, seventies, eighties, nineties. Whenever, everything's on the table. I did want to. There was a couple I was thinking, like maybe Jaws or, or or Indiana Jones or some of them, but I was I really wanted to go pure action, you know what I mean? Okay. I get it as narrow as possible. Gordon, do you want to start us off?
4: Yeah. So three greatest action films of mine. So I'm actually gonna start off with a little bit of a curveball here. All right. I know you guys are gonna hate me for it. If you um, say
2: if you say hardcore Henry, you're out you're done out of the pod
4: Tom I I can't even I can't even joke with you there it is <laughs> naturally I knew you were gonna do this <laughs> <laughs> Give I, me a was, break.
1: I was going
4: I was going through my dvd collection I wanted to like have something different in there you know there's just so let many me
2: pick, let me pick the hipster gimmick film that should have been a 20-minute skit at best. They launched into a full feature film for no reason. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead and tell us, Gordon. Enjoyed go it.
4: Very much enjoyed it. Now, look, it's <laughs> not a movie I want to keep watching like over and over again. Like It's one of those like one-time experience movies. You watch it, and you're done. Um, I'll say that much, but that was just kind of my curveball in there, just to mix it up a little bit because – you know, I could have easily thrown in like a Casino Royale. You know, that was going to be my original pick okay. for it. You know, one of the the Bond films. Um, yeah. But Hardcore Henry, in case anybody hasn't actually seen it before, um, it is a first person perspective action film. So everything. Didn't they didn't takes remake place... that? Was that? Didn't they remake that a couple years ago? Uh
2: huh. It was. It was like a YouTube skit or something first, right? Yeah, it, was, it
4: was a YouTube skit that turned into a movie. I'm pretty sure they remade that.
2: We're talking yeah. one long shot, all.
4: Uh, I'm pretty sure.
2: POV gonzo.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they remade that. Why don't you look it up? Why do you, 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 you look it up? You don't know what
2: up. the hell you're talking about. Shut up, Seth.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure they remade that.
4: I don't think so, dude. I mean, so it I only came it, out, what, yeah.
2: four or five years ago? Yeah, it's, it
4: hasn't been out long enough for them to, you know, deem it a remake, like,
1: yeah. or
4: warrant a remake. Like, yeah, this movie wasn't made in the 80s. It's, yeah, it kind of has like an 80s vibe. But that's mainly because um, it's taking place in, uh, like, Russia, I think, for the most part. Okay. So, But uh, really good film. Um, really much, really uh, enjoyed it for the, the time I did watch it. Um, my second film is actually two films. Um, it is The Raid Redemption and The Raid Berengal.
1: Okay.
4: Um, two of my favorite action films of all time. Um, I first got introduced to them in college um, and they are some of the best non-stop fighting movies with some of the most creative fighting you'll ever see in it. Um, the first one is mainly just uh, if anybody ever saw the movie uh, dread. dread. Yeah. Same film, exact same setup. Uh, but I think it's way better than dread. And is the second one, like actually,
2: What's that? It's not in English, right? It's Correct. In a- yeah,
4: it's uh, it's in, uh, I think it's Thai. I believe it's in, mm-hmm. uh, based in Thailand. It's actually directed by a um, American director, but it's a Thai movie. So right. uh, Gareth Evans, but uh, very good first movie. The second movie moves into a little bit more plot, but it it starts. It's, it, the second movie starts five minutes after the first movie ends. Um, So it's super good. I would highly recommend anybody that likes fighting movies. You know, if anybody was ever into, you know, John Woo movies or, um, you know, any gun-fu types of movies, Bruce Lee, anything like that, you would really, really like those. Which brings me to my next one. Um, It is John Wick, the John Wick movies. It is hard to... Yeah. It's really hard to, um, I guess... Not mention John Wick in best action movies of all time. Great, um, film. all yeah. three films fantastic. They continuously top the next one after that. Um, and which one was your
3: favorite?
2: <sighs> favorite? I'd have to say one. I would. One s- was good. I like two. Two my two my because it's, it's they t-
4: expanded the world.
2: It's real it's close. Like, it's real yeah. close for me. Depending on the day, I'd say one or two
4: yeah Two. remind me again one one is obviously revenge for his dog
1: two right.
4: is which one again
3: so two is when they introduce kind of you get insight now into the whole world of the hitman and the hotel and I, I forgot what the gentleman's name is i was very oh, late he, to John he kills West.
4: the guy inside the continental and then that that's right, the the on the run right I yes mean, that's like the end um that's, that's i would close. say probably i agree with you miss i think two. I think yeah. two is the best one. The uh, First fun. one is super good, just because it kind of came out of nowhere. It kind of reintroduced John yeah. or um, Keanu Reeves back into the action scene, right? Um, but uh, I think two was the better action film
2: altogether.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So those three are are, are mine. Um,
2: you didn't huh? let me down, Gordon. Huh? When I say I need the hipster element on the podcast. <laughs> the, repre- the representation. The hipsters.
0: All demographics are covered here. You know, I got
4: you.
2: You definitely got me this week. We're talking <laughs> two gimmick movies and one that's not even in English. It's subtitled. A off of Dread. Well done, Gordon. Ow. Hold on, hold on. Time out. Time out, Tom. How is
4: John Wick a gimmick movie?
2: Well, it's this summer. This guy gets his dog killed, so he's gonna kill everyone. Else. Everybody. Yeah, that's it's not the- a gimmick. It's as gimmicky as it's a, a plot. I don't, I don't, what? What isn't gimmick if that is? It's a revenge gimmick. film. Tom, you just I, said I you me.
0: wanted a basic movie that you can just like enjoy. Right. I really there.
2: like John Wick. I really like it's one of my favorites. It's really so why are you, why Hardcore are you Henry playing? is the
4: only movie in that that list that has a gimmick because it's a first-person perspective action film.
2: Both of them. Not to, like I said. Not to mention your rip-off, Dread. The rip-off, Dread movie. Dread started filming first. I don't want to hear it. Gareth Evans stole the script.
4: Whatever, he dude. Did it
2: in another country, so he was out of the range of copyright. Okay, books.
4: let's let's put it this way: if Dread <laughs> came out, if Dread was written first, all right, and then he stole the script for that to make the Raid Redemption. Right. Which of those two movies is better, or does it matter?
2: For me, I like Dread better because it's in English, and I like Dread. Oh. I'm a superhero fan, so I'm kind of biased. So you're biased on it. And I like the whole the little psychic girl was cool. That was an added extra element. And friggin', I mean, come on, Carl Urban. Oh, he was so good. I loved him.
4: Don't get me but, wrong. I enjoyed Dread. I just think the Raid Redemption did it better. I think it did it better. I know you're a hipster.
2: You like this subtitle? I <laughs> actually like. I actually prefer the subtitles,
4: subtitles? Yeah. per se.
2: Yeah. Now, uh, Seth. Yes. You want to go?
0: Sure, I mean I haven't seen nearly as many movies as you guys, so mine may be a little bit more basic.
2: That's fine. That's fine. I have
0: it. Well, I had the John Wick movies in mind too. I mean, you can't really like like Hunter said, you can't really beat them. They're just mindless fun. You know, they're just they're great. Uh, I also had the uh, the original Red Dawn movie. Like, I mean, how what better can you get? You know,
3: good call. Yeah. All right,
4: Seth. Nice right. Wolverine.
0: I mean, I mean, what what better story than just. <laughs> the communists. <laughs> <is baby>. Killing <laughs> communists. Killing communists, yeah.
4: Here comes the, the highest school duty game ever made.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you uh, see what? the F Park uh uh episode Gray Dawn?
0: No, I saw I movie. saw the remake with Josh Peck. With the old people? But...
2: Yeah. in uh in Gray Dawn it's all the old people uh get pissed off cuz they try to take away their license and they take over the town, start murdering people like you read about. What, was, their, come what was the
4: restaurant they went to?
2: Uh Country Kitchen Buffet.
4: Country Kitchen Buffet, that's what it was. Yeah, the the yeah.
2: way they beat them is they locked all the doors of the Country Kitchen Buffet and slowly all the old people starved. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Seth.
0: Uh I went super basic, super mainstream. I just went Die Hard for the last
2: one. Oh, for very sure. Very I mean,
0: true. you know, it's the mm-hmm. cop out, but
2: not a cop out at all. So that's an excellent pick. The first one, right?
0: Right, yeah. Yeah.
2: When
0: when John McCain uh was uh where John McClain was just a, a guy, not a you know
2: international <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See that one's so Christmassy for me, I almost put it as a Christmas film instead of an action sure. film. Is that controversial?
0: I think a lot of people agree with that.
4: Yeah. It's, that's a that's an even split down the middle. 50% of people think it's an action film. 50% of people think it's a Christmas, Christmas film. film
3: yeah.
2: mm-hmm. All right. Well, well uh, Mr. Miz, you want to hit us off next?
3: Sure. So I knew John Wick was going to come up,
2: So mm-hmm. I
3: didn't even bother. To, so I tried to <laughs> spread out my picks, try to be a little interesting. Mm-hmm. So I think a movie that doesn't get called out a lot for its action is Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, yes. Ooh. Yes. So what I it. what I enjoy about that movie is is that they went old school with the stunts.
2: Uh-huh. Exactly. Stunts, props, effects.
3: And so the way they constructed that world, how large it was, and the actual driving oh. and clipping a- of actual cars and
2: yeah, everything's so real and good. That's on my list as well, man.
3: And you have to appreciate a movie where there's not a lot of dialogue and you still find it interesting mm-hmm. and you can yeah. still be engaged yeah. in what's going on in care. Yeah, I think that's one of uh, Charlize Theron's better movies. Yes, yes. she's mm-hmm. really the star of that movie, and you know, mm-hmm. I like the other guy, but she was a very
4: good character.
2: Furiosa's great character. Yeah, I mean
4: Mad Max he, or Max has like like five lines in that movie altogether. Maybe yeah. a, lot a, of a couple of grunts. Yeah, yeah. yes,
3: yeah, just a couple grunts. Yeah, that's about it. Yes. So. and the original Mad Max were good as
4: well. But that I thought they really, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's 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 a great choice. That's a great action film. I I wanted to.
3: I also wanted to go back in, so I picked Thunderball from the late '60s, James Bond. James Bond, Bond, yeah. Because of what they were able to do for that time with the underwater and the Mm -hmm. sharks and everything else, they really did a good job of like constructing not only like this world, this fantasy world, where he's this organization, but this guy has sharks. He's wearing a knife patch and nobody says anything And the, the cars and everything else. And so that's one of the early kind of standards for what really started inspiring a lot of different action movies. You so can't I, go
2: wrong with a lot of those old Bond films, just the look that you, you get them in 4k now and just watch them all just, everything's just great. Just yeah. visually just so interesting. and. And all all the effects and stunts they have and seeing all the old cars and all the old interiors of everything. That's a great one.
3: Yeah. And for my third pick, I absolutely love, and it's one of my favorite movies, is Predator with Mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesse Ventura, Carl Weathers.
2: All of
1: them.
3: Yep. I mean, great villain. Mm I guess the alien, the premise. You think it's starting out as one thing. It kind of turns into something else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was smart. There wasn't a lot of dumb things
1: mm-hmm. in it.
3: So I thought it was just a perfect, you know, collection of adventure, sci-fi. Yeah. I just absolutely love it. It's one of my favorites. For sure.
2: It's a great premise. Great idea. I mean, you can't go wrong. One of the, one of the first action films I probably ever saw.
3: It was great yeah, TV. fantastic. It was one of the first ones, yeah.
2: Yeah, probably on regular TV. Probably not cut out all the cussing. But it didn't matter because it was such a great film.
3: So and good. They,
2: so many good one liners. Yeah, one-liners everywhere. And that last 20-30 minutes was gold. A lot he, a lot of these films, a lot of these action films, they kind of peter off at the end. But man, that one they don't man. know how to end them. Yeah. 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 A lot of great ideas, good premise. And yeah. just the effects. The look he of it. figures film. out
3: that he can camouflage with the mud.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, just I wish
3: they'd go back now and just
2: I think we lost you there for a minute, man. Did we?
4: Yeah. What were you
2: saying?
0: Yeah, I don't hear anything.
2: Might be having a little technical difficulties. Uh, I'm back.
3: Can you hear me? Yeah.
2: Yeah, perfect. Go ahead. What were you you saying there at the end? I I
3: would love them to, you know, how George Lucas went back and touched up Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I would like them to do that just with the Predator parts. Yeah, In the tree, his view,
2: all that stuff. That's all you'd have to do. What do you think of the newer ones? Have there been any good ones?
3: So at first, I didn't like Predator 2, but now watching it again, that movie has grown on me. It's fun. And it expanded the world. You know, the government being aware that they visited the Earth. Uh, That Predator Requiem with aliens, that was horrible.
2: Oh yeah, it was a rough one.
3: The one where they dropped uh, Adrian, I forgot what his name is, On the World, On the Hunter World. Yeah, I did like that one.
2: That was a fun one. We saw that in the theater. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That last one was a piece of crap.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I actually fell asleep during it. I didn't finish it. Still have it. It was so
3: bad, I got angry at it.
2: I was like, I was angry, (laughs) I
3: was watching it. And like, I resented whoever was involved with that film. They tried to capture the same camaraderie that they had in the first one, Mm -hmm. but you... How are you going to duplicate Arnold Schwarzenegger Jarrell, Carl Weathers? Don't. Yeah. Do yeah. something else.
2: I, I think I fell asleep in the first 20 minutes. And It's brutal. Never picked it back up.
3: Then the super predator and just a yeah. kid. Thank you the that helmet. It's
2: just. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> yeah. I, I did like uh, predators as well. The one where they all go to the planet. Just because I think yeah. we were on vacation, weren't we, Seth? We went to the theater. Yep. Then. Around uh, Kings Island, so like everybody was out doing stuff. Nobody was at the movies. It was raining, and we had the whole theater to ourselves. And we just acted damn fools watching that film.
3: Are we excited about the new one, Skulls?
2: You know, I don't know anything about it.
3: They're going. They're telling the story of the first time the predator came to Earth.
2: Okay. Okay. Maybe we'll have to see. Who's? Do you know who's directing it? No. That might tell the tale. Probably not. It might. It might be a cash grab. We'll just have to see. It might be.
3: Mm-hmm. So those are my three gentlemen.
2: That's a great three. The oh, best no, three can, yeah. so far, for sure. Yes, well done. i oh, I'll
3: uh-huh. tell you, <laughs> what do you got, Tom?
2: I, I mean, I didn't way.
3: have hardcore Henry. I mean, I'm not right, that sophisticated, right. But.
2: Actually, I did. I did also have Fury Road. That was was on that. <sighs> awesome man. Just, I mean. And for a guy like George Miller, 77, to put on a show like that, that showed every modern director that they're trash in comparison. Absolutely. You don't get effects like that. You don't get, I mean, there was so much visual storytelling, you know, every, every director, I mean, Christopher Nolan, that's all his movies are is, is three hours of a little explosion here and the rest of it is expository dialogue to tell this convoluted narrative it's a movie it's it should be visual you shouldn't have you you know you need to show us stuff you don't need to tell us everything
4: you need to be able to trust your audience
2: yeah 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 he really did and just all the weird neat ideals all the all the you know the the weird creatures of people and i mean it was just a fun film i mean you can watch and and watching it on like 4k or something today it's beautiful amazing they even made a black and white version, and that still looks great. I mean, how it's many just, movies can you do that with today?
3: None. Such a good movie. Yeah. I'm glad they brought back the, the original guy.
2: Mm hmm. That, yeah, yeah. I thought that well, was uh, a nice nod. He did, he did like the Mad Max movies. Nice nod. And then he did, what was it? Uh, the movie with the Dancing Penguins, the animated film, Happy Feet. And then yeah. he came back and did Man Max again.
1: Now that's Such range. That's
2: range. <laughs> range. I've never seen nothing like it. He was also supposed to do like the Justice League film in like the uh, mid 2000s. That would have been something.
3: That would have been something. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I also had, I do have a cheesy one. So I know I beat up Gordon earlier, but just a movie that I can watch it any day of the week. Just a fun action film. I like Die Hard with a Vengeance, the third one. That's a great one. I love that film. I, it, people just hate on it all the time, but just it's just something like that New York vibe. There's so much going on. You know, it's it's in the the middle of the summer. You know, uh, the characters John McClane and and uh, Samuel Jackson's character Zeus. They just oh. It's just amazing. Every 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 bit of the film.
3: And Jeremy Irons is a great yeah, the,
1: villain. The
2: villain is amazing. Smart. There's always, yeah. There's always something going on. It's it's it, it it keeps your attention. You know. There's always action going on. That's what you want in your action film. Definitely. And uh, a little campy, a little bit, but not too much. It's got such a good balance. It's it just, works. Yeah. It's just you know you're having a party in the summer. You got the pool. You got the the hot dogs going on. This is a perfect film to, you know, just put in the background, you know, you know, have guests, you know, watch a little bit of it here and there, because every part of it's fun. You know, you don't need to keep watching it.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, but and I just love that New York, that that real downtown New York setting. It's a great setting for a movie. Just so much going on. I'm sure it was a nightmare to shoot, having to shoot all those scenes downtown. But, man, did it make a great film. It's just you're just there. You know, you feel it. You believe it. It's a living thing. I really love that film. I agree. It gets so much hate, though. I don't know why. I never understood it. I actually think I might like it than all the other ones. Including Yeah.
3: I like four. The fire sale. I enjoyed
2: that one. I saw that one a long time ago. It's been a while. I I don't remember. Is that the one with Justin Long in it? Yes. Yeah. That one wasn't too bad.
4: Is that where Uh, he uh, he jumps off of a ramp onto a fighter jet?
2: Well, it was a helicopter, wasn't
4: it? That was a fighter jet. What? Are you sure that's not True Lies?
2: I think I don't know. <laughs>
4: you're talking about Die Hard, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, there's one where he jumps onto the back of a fighter jet. That's like I know. In two, he jumps on. No, does he do the airplane in two?
1: Yeah, that I mean, maybe, maybe you're right. The
2: airplanes.
4: Maybe
3: you're right. Maybe it isn't. It's Lord a full-on
4: fighter jet. I remember that. The, thinking I was watching it, and I was like, "Are we for real? Like, is this really happening right now?" I know that making, these movies. You're making are up stuff. Boy.
2: You don't know. Crazy, you don't know bro. what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about, Cliff. Oh, blasphemy! <laughs> but uh, my final uh, pick, and um, if Chaz was here, he would be elated. But I think also the greatest action film of all time, pound for pound, has to be for me. D two, Terminator two, just oh. from beginning to end, just a lot of fun, so engaging. You bring back, and this might have been one of the first times this happened, where you bring back the villain from the last film and make him the protagonist or one of the main people in this film. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just, I just love that film. It's just such so of the air that the the special effects were were next level. Nothing I'd ever been seen anything like that budget of 50 million dollars mm-hmm. was in 1992 yep not heard of that either and it made so much money it's so so good I, you can watch that anytime anytime i always love watching that film
4: i mean i think that was one of the first action movies i ever watched mm-hmm. so that one that one actually does hold a, a special place for me as well yeah i very much enjoy that one so good so good. and then of course the christian bale one as well as masterpiece
2: I'm Absolutely. Say, oh, Tom, yeah. be cool.
4: It's all right, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows. Everybody knows. I don't need to say anything. To what do y'all think about T2? I agree. Grateful.
3: Can't beat it. Grateful. I like that they went, uh, I think the next time they're going to release it on DVD, they're actually changing the CGI, like in the scene when he's on the motorcycle with the kid. Dave. They're actually putting Arnold's face on there. They're doing That's those true. little touch ups instead so of that you won't see the stunt guy anymore. Mm-hmm. So I like those little changes.
1: Hmm. Yeah, well,
2: that's our uh, best action films of all time. And uh, next, I wanted to move on to mm-hmm. something a little bit more modern, something that came out. What was it? Last week? I didn't even know. Gordon, you told me. I had no idea this film was even a thing. And then all of a sudden, you're like, "I'm watching Suicide Squad 2
4: yeah. It came. It came out this week. It came out like yesterday.
2: Yeah. yeah. I was very surprised. I was like, oh, I, guess I ought to check that out. I had no idea. Uh, I did want to do the non-spoiler portion first, so we're just going to give our, you know, like what we thought of the film. Gordon?
4: So for me, um, this movie, and this is another thing that I hate about, like looking at things online, the press, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, all that kind of stuff, is this movie was being hyped up like pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um lots of raving reviews about how it's a return to form, how James Gunn is a genius. Um, you know, it's a gore fest, it's hilarious, it's just what everybody wanted Suicide Squad Side Squad to be.
2: Um yeah. that's I kind thought, of what they did with the Terminator Genesis. That's what it sounds like.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: um, I had I had a good time watching the film. Um, it was definitely enjoyable. Uh, it wasn't a slog. Um, there was good action in it. There was definitely some comedic parts. There were some great moments um, sprinkled in. Some things that I really, really very much enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it was anywhere close to the film that everybody's raving about right now. Right. Okay. Uh, agreed. I don't yeah. think so at all. Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, it's better than the first one for sure. Mm-hmm. by far um so it's definitely a step in the right direction but i think dc is realizing that they cannot pull off this dark gritty you know dramatic stuff anymore like people are not responding well to it as much as somebody like myself would love it i love those types of films i love them to be dark as hell and and to have all this depressing stuff in it you know that's half the indie movies that i watch but mm-hmm. <laughs> they're never going to get the audience that they want like Marvel does by doing that type of film. So they realized what we got to do is dark, very depressing, you know, these anti-heroes that are, you know, just pretty, uh, they're miscreants, you know, they're they're not supposed to be hilarious people for the most part, minus a couple here or there um, like, you know, Harley Quinn. um, But I thought I I did enjoy the film. There were some things that really stuck out to me that we'll discuss in the the spoilers part of this, but Mm -hmm. that's kind of my overall opinion on it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You hit a lot of the nails on the head there, Gordon. I agree with a lot of what you said.
1: Yeah.
3: I'll say this. So speaking as more of a comic book purist, Mm -hmm. what I didn't like about the film is, is there's a very thin line between kind of being witty and clever and funny And then you kind of cross over into Goofy. Yeah. And I thought with some of the characters, what they did, I think they kind of crossed over to where it was Goofy. So a lot of these people that they're enlisting are psychopaths, hard, true hardened killers, warriors. Mm -hmm. And that didn't, it wasn't consistent with their behavior, how it was written. And so that I, and I went into it. I wanted to like this one. I didn't even hate the first one. I thought it didn't, it missed the mark, but. Mm-hmm. You know, I was glad they introduced that because the Suicide Squad is actually a cool idea.
2: Yeah, how the they, third act. was. Ugh. Yeah, yes. The rest of it was pretty fun, yeah.
3: Yes, so I went into this movie excited, hoping, okay, it's going to be good. And then kind of how they treated some of the characters and some of the stories. Like, I, 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 I know everyone loves Thor Ragnarok, but I don't think everything needs to be Thor Ragnarok. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah.
3: You know, they, they kind of make Thor kind of goofy in that too. And I'm like, well, I don't know. that's I don't know that's going to work out good in the long run.
2: Yeah, they were reaching for something that Marvel has, and of course, they even brought the director James Gunn, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, and you can you can tell, and he's really going for it. Yeah, and he's also a guy with, a move, with, with pretty dark humor as well. James yeah. Gunn, he was the one that got supposedly canceled for what was it, child rape jokes? His yeah, humor yeah. doesn't get much darker, you know.
3: It's hard to believe those don't go over well.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, so. Yeah, bringing him in, I I do think was a step in the right direction. Yeah, I felt like it 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 did keep my attention, you know. And it's sad that that's kind of the bar these days. But here we are, you know. It was fun, like you said, a lot of fun moments,
1: yeah.
2: funny stuff, stuff a little bit over the top, a little bit too cheesy, and really, like you said, Ms. I mean, really taking the characters. You know, and just using IPs, just... I don't feel like he's a big comic book fan, James Gunn. Yeah. He just was like... He, he brought in a comic book fan and said, give me a bunch of characters, yeah. and I'll do with them when I want. And right. I'll figure it out. James
4: Gunn is an action fan and a comedy fan.
2: Yeah. He does best.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Comedy sells. Yeah,
4: yeah.
3: How, how do you Marvel guys feel that Marvel... about how Marvel and DC are always killing the villains...
2: If, if you can do it right, you know, you can
1: kill them? <laughs> <come> them all.
4: <laughs> eventually, yeah, eventually you're just going to run out of people to fight and they just fight each other like Batman versus Superman or something. I mean, and they
1: uh, restart.
2: Them. Yeah. Batman usually doesn't. He'll usually throw them in jail. That way we can have them next week. But yeah, they, I mean, it, as long as they have a point where they can start over, which in a lot of ways, I think they should just start from yeah. scratch and just try something new. Like, what's going on with this new Batman movie that's about to come out? Is that a thing anymore?
4: They're having... So, apparently, the director and Robert Pattinson are in quite a tiff right now. Uh-huh. They, they hate each other. Ooh. Yeah. There was a lot of problems. Robert Pattinson was having a hard time getting in shape for Batman, couldn't fit into his bat Batsuit, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. So, yeah, there was there's quite a bit of animosity between the two, so... Um, the production yeah. company. I can't. I can't remember if it was. Was it WB? That's that's. Is it WB? Yeah, it, it is brother, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. they they were going through this like emergency meeting to try and um bring them back together, bridge a connection, so that you know they could at least salvage what could possibly be some more movies in the future. Yeah. Um. So that's what they're working on right now. Yeah, but
2: see, this is what I was talking about. It's just. Like I I was excited to see him maybe try to go in a different direction and do something new, but it sounds like they can't even do that. Because this film feels like James Gunn, he's a great director, but at the end of the day, he's got to take everything that's gone on up to this point into account. So and it, as as a creative person, that really restricts you in a lot of things you can do. He's got to look at this first suicide squad. take all the elements from that you know and in guardians of the galaxy that's what was great about and They said we got this stupid ass book guardians of the galaxy that hasn't sold well in two decades do what do whatever you want with it and he had so much freedom and he was restricted a lot in this one and you know you do you know what you can with what you have
3: so this new batman is this supposed to be like batman year one
4: like early in batman's career it's it, it, kind of yeah. It's early yeah. in Batman's career, like when he first becomes Batman. Um, I like that.
2: Yeah. If they can get it going, <laughs> right? We'll have it, to see. It has a
4: lot of potential, but uh, yeah, we they're going in the complete opposite direction of what they were originally going to do with Batfleck, by oh. giving us the old grizzled, tired. Yeah. Batman that's just like, all right, I'm just gonna murder people now, whatever. I'm tired of throwing people in jail. This is stupid. Instead, yeah.
2: you got the ang- angsty goth <laughs> kid yeah. in his place. The goth
4: kid, yeah, with his eyeliner, all that stuff. My parents yeah. just died, and you know, I got this guy on
2: my back. Alfred strange. never listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Seth, what do you think of the suicide squad too? I really liked Weasel is a great character. Yes. <laughs> like Wait, did you actually watch it, Seth?
0: Uh, I saw the first half of it today at work, but I didn't finish it.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of where I petered off a little bit. I watched about half of it. And I got to tell you, if we had not been doing a pod, I may have waited a while to finish it. I don't no. know. I just couldn't. I, I saw kind of the direction. But I was happy that I finished, it, and it does have some interesting things. You know, if you are a big DC fan, you'll see, you, you know, you'll pick up on a lot of things that are fun. And and just as far as a regular everyday moviegoer, you know, if, if if you got HBO Max, it's free. I would say definitely go ahead and watch it. Yeah, that's
4: one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think it's easily yeah. worth a watch through HBO Max. Yeah.
2: yeah, it'd be a fun popcorn night. You know, mm-hmm. and you could. Seven bucks at the theater. Why not? If you ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah. I'd recommend it.
1: Yeah.
4: So you want to get into uh, a little bit more spoiler talk on it? Spoilers.
2: Now? Are we ready? Do we want yeah. to put a time stamp? I guess we'll we just do say don't.
4: Boom. Yeah. Just uh, skip ahead until we're not talking about Suicide Squad anymore.
2: Gordon, just you'll lately. put it in the description of the pod. I'll throw it in there. Yeah. Right now, jump to whenever Gordon puts in for the next timestamp. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Launch us into it, Good.
4: All right. So let's start with uh, kind of the beginning. All right. It was something that definitely got us hooked um, by killing off basically all of them just like right off the bat. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. I loved that part of it.
2: Miz, if you're a comic book fan, right? Yes. I think we could say we kind of saw this. Come- when I saw that all these characters, which most of them, I hadn't heard of and I know suicide squads predilection for killing off of usually it's like one character. Like in the last one, it was that what was it, rope guy slipknot? Yes. He's dead because I've never heard of him. Yeah. They always have to have an expendable character.
4: What about boomerang?
2: That was that was at the beginning, like I said, the first couple minutes I said the only people that are gonna survive the first 10 minutes of the movie are going to be Harley Quinn and Captain yeah. Boomerang. Yeah. So oh, they want to let him get past it. No, no, I was surprised they murdered him immediately. And Jack Courtney, I don't know if it's, I, I thought it might've been maybe scheduling conflict maybe because after they did that, I did kind of try to think back and it's like most of his scenes is just him. So I could see them just shooting him on a green screen.
3: Yeah
2: like maybe for a weekend. And then he goes off and does some other film, Venom 2, whatever it is. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. That was... that was Because he was a pretty popular character in the right. first. Yeah. He was I late, was
3: surprised they killed him, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know if they wanted to make room for their new kid on the block, King Shark. Yep. They had to get rid of the old. I think oh, yeah, so. If, yeah. if
3: you're a fan of the comic books, you don't like that rendition of King Shark.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they... I don't know if it was, they, they didn't want too many comic relief characters. I don't know. I is that their it, version of Groot? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Pretty much. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I thought the yeah. whole time is like, oh, this is, this is Groot.
1: Yeah. 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 Except exactly. he can
4: say more than just Groot. That's about it. But he's still really dumb and has no idea what's going on mm-hmm. half the time, just eating things.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So, but, uh, uh Weasel immediately drowns as soon as he jumps out of the helicopter. That was pretty yeah.
3: the, the tangible yeah. kid. I mean, just a ridiculous character, anyway. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> I make mean, it to with,
4: the dock. Yeah.
3: What a stupid ability.
4: Yeah. Um, but uh I want to get into a couple things that I really, really liked about the movie, like some things that it really stuck out to me. Uh, first of all, polka dot man turned out to be one of my favorite characters yes. in the whole film. He was pretty
1: fun. He was pretty fun. So-
4: the fact that everybody around him just looks like his mom
1: because he yeah, has mommy issues that was good. It's hilarious. <laughs> that was fun. I <laughs> loved fun. that part about
4: it. Um, I thought that they added a nice little bit of mystery to his powers where you know he's overloaded with polka dots yeah. and he has to like dispel polka dots to to yeah. continue to live. Um mm-hmm. I think they they did a good job of setting that up where you're thinking like, oh, polka dot man they they make fun of him the whole time, oh, yeah. and you're you realize like, oh, he's gonna be like super powerful
2: like later on, it's gonna be obvious, yeah, yeah, you got the feeling um, of that a little bit, yeah,
4: but I did not see it coming that they just killed him off, yeah, I mean, like, like I would have liked to see him stick around for like another movie or something like that, for sure, I thought yeah. he was he was one of the better characters, um had a little bit better of Sol- story
2: what's that? He's not supposed to be. I think he's another one that James Gunn was like, I'm pretty sure it was even in our interview. He was like, what's the stupidest character in DC? (laughs) And his comic book guy said, it's definitely Polka-Dot Man. He's like, okay, I'm going to do something fun with him. It's crazy that he lasted to like the last 10 (laughs) minutes of the movie too. Yeah. And also I noticed he was played by a guy that's a character actor who's in a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. That actor, I don't know his name exactly, but, and yeah, you would think he- I didn't think he'd make it very long. Yeah. So because they cool. used the character actor, they used a stupid character, so on and so forth. But yeah, they they ended up doing a lot with him. What,
4: uh, so uh, for this whole thing, obviously every character is part of the the story here, but Idris Elba kind of takes on the role of the main lead yeah. antagonist of the whole film. How did you guys feel about him? Uh, his yeah. his his character's blood sport, is that right?
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Well, first off, it's... Will Smith said no.
4: Yes, that's, definitely. That's definitely that's he took over where Will Smith was like, yeah, No, nah, I'm not doing character.
2: this season. But yeah. you know, I was kind of glad because I think I actually might like Idris Elba a bit better.
4: He's I like Idris Elba a lot. Yeah, he's good.
2: Yeah, and and normally he's got you know a couple characters he does, but he really stretches he's got, you know, he's, he's he's got range, role. yeah. He's you know, some of the scenes he had, the scene with his daughter, you know, it's just they really got to act in this film, which mm-hmm. you can't say for a lot of the other guys. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, He he didn't have a lot to do, but he he did everything he could with those couple of minutes of, you know, acting in screen time, that kind of thing. I, I did like his character, I'll say.
4: I think so. Yeah, I, I did enjoy good. it. Miz, you seem like you did not like it as much. You were kind of shaking your head when I brought him up.
3: So I like him. I do like him and I do agree that acting with his daughter in the scene there. I mm-hmm. didn't think I thought he was one of the poor characters in them.
1: Okay. I, I
2: don't think but he I don't know a lot about Bloodsport. Yeah. Yeah, in the comics.
4: Yeah. I mean he's 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 just a really good assassin. You know, same thing as yeah. Will Will Smith's character, you know, Deadshot. Yeah. They're
1: all well, we the same. Everybody knows, dead,
2: everybody knows Deadshot. Right. This was like they couldn't use Deadshot again. So they, he probably shoehorned. I could see him really mistreating the character as far as that goes, or just changing yeah. around a lot.
3: I thought Peacemaker was ridiculous. I mean, funny <laughs> in a good way. I mean, so overly uh, aggressively patriotic to a point. Yeah. where I mean, that I did enjoy.
1: Yeah, there were a lot he of. He grew good... on
3: me as the movie went along.
4: I'll tell you what. Probably my favorite scene of the entire movie. Is when they make their way through that rebel camp, and they're just like creatively killing, competitively yeah. killing all these people off, and they find out that these are all like people that are on their side the whole time. That was rough. That How was did rough. my
3: people let you guys through without alerting me? Yeah. We didn't see anybody. We didn't see anybody.
4: Uh, oh, was, we, yeah. we didn't see anybody coming in. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty good watching them like competitively, you know, kill guys yeah. one after yeah. the other. Him and Bloodsport kind of had this competition going. Which was a nice transition into the end, where you know they they ended up having that 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 uh, standoff kind of in a way um, where Peacemaker is killing off people because he's going to do anything for justice or the name in the name of America, yeah. What it what it takes. Um, So I thought that was pretty good. How do you feel about them?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I did want to say about Peacemaker. And it may just be me and Seth's past that we have, but every ounce of screen time he had, I just, I just wanted to throw up. I can't stand John, John Cena. Yeah, I could see that. This is <laughs> Seth, about the most tell. I've
3: enjoyed him.
4: That's Seth. just because you're a big wrestling fan, right? Seth, tell him.
2: I don't know. He wasn't bad, was he? Seth, it's John Cena. I know. <laughs> Every every pay per view, me and Seth go to we boo John Cena. We absolutely could not stand him.
1: <laughs>
4: I know. What yeah. about John Cena the actor
2: though? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> he did all right. I mean, he played the part. He looks big. He's yeah. got big arms. He's scary looking.
4: It's weird. <laughs> watch like seeing him hold like a gun because it looks like. They had to give him a much bigger gun because it looks overly small in his hands. Yeah. Yeah. So they had to add on like this ridiculously long, like giant silencer on it or suppressor on it and all this weird stuff.
2: Well, just his forearm is bigger than most people's thighs. So yeah, (laughs) it's
4: bigger than my torso.
2: Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. So just a freak. but, but yeah, maybe it was just, you know, my past with him and also how he's been acting lately of
1: course,
2: yeah. but yeah. yeah, well, they, uh, they
4: had the little scene at the very end where they showed that he's still alive. So that's yeah. going to launch into his series, I believe. Right. They're doing, a, really? yeah, I think they're doing a series with him. And they decided to kill off flag.
3: What do you think of that? I'm surprised yeah. they killed him.
4: Yeah. Killed that, that baffled me. I, I wasn't sure they didn't really i don't know understood that i didn't understand that at all like why that happened
2: i mean joel kinnaman i wouldn't say anybody would say he's a leading man it could just be the studio says we really don't like this guy mm. we don't want him in another movie let's kill him
4: maybe he's just done with it you know he doesn't want to have any part in it anymore. could have
2: other projects coming up yeah
4: could be a number of things you know they they decide i mean it it kind of surprised me a little bit, but with how many characters were being killed off in this movie, yeah. nothing was a surprise at that point of who was dying, who wasn't. I you could know, for be like wrong. A second, like Pokemon, Polka Man, Man dies. I'm like, oh shit! Yeah. That come from? Yeah. I was like, oh well, yeah, obviously yeah. he's gonna die. Of yeah. course, they're all dying. Yeah,
2: yeah it seemed uh, unnecessary. If I, like I said, if I had to guess, I would say that it was eighty percent studio and twenty percent creative.
3: Okay. You know.
2: That's what. It, good chance. I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe James Gunn had that idea from the start. Who knows? But that's just the feeling I got when I saw it.
3: There's. I it was super excited to see
2: Starro. So you yeah. know, from the comic point, I mean, that yeah. was a good character to use. Yeah. As soon as and I wish I they heard, didn't kill it. Yeah. Yeah. And and they really did him good justice. Yeah. You know, when you heard maybe Starro was going to be in a film, we would have thought you know it would have been some meteor that landed. And, uh, and, and scientists have been studying the star creature for years and little parasites yep. come off. No, they did straight up, straight up from the comics, right off the page, Starro. The look.
3: The same bright colors being right out of the colors.
2: Oh, that was, I think that might have been the best part for me. I just and it loved, worked. And it yeah. worked. To me, it yeah. worked. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It's good. You know, I did think they were going to veer away from Big Monster at the end because of how much shit they got last time or how, you know.
4: Yeah, well,
3: that was dumb. They did. But
2: it, 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 it worked. It worked, I thought. Yeah. I did like Star Yeah, I,
4: I did enjoy the villain, the overall villain, because it was kind of a... It was one of those things where the, the villain actually had some depth there. Even, even as this strange star creature, it's still actually somehow they managed to give it depth. Yeah, um, you know, it, it was pretty. It was pretty <laughs> well done, I think, especially for something that was so heavily CGI'd and based in such a, a more real environment yeah. and everything. And um, the last
3: line when it died, I was just so happy staring at the stars, and then mm-hmm. they died.
2: Yeah, tragic, almost, almost. Sure. Yeah.
4: I will say, there's one part of the movie that baffled me so much, and I it was so out of place that it felt like it was coming from a totally different movie. It was the part of the movie where Harley Quinn meets the dude that wants to marry mm-hmm. her. Yeah. She yeah. works her way out of that whole situation. That was so weird and out of place. I have no idea why that even made it into the movie. What's
2: I think I have an idea. Again, studio Margot Robbie scheduling conflict. She has her own side story in which she can come in for her days. So it doesn't conflict with the rest of the movie, she's got other projects going on, so she's gonna have her own parts that she can shoot whenever she wants with this other guy. You know, it that does problem. make sense.
4: Yeah, that that has to be what's going on there because yeah, it's so story wise. It was like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, it was weird. I, I tuned out the entire part of that the, of the movie. Like, I, I looked up eventually again, and like she had shot the guy, and I was like, oh, cool. oh finally done with this. All right, whatever.
2: I was, yeah. yeah. Right. And notice and notice also how they, in this one, they covered up her butt completely so they wouldn't have to CGI it in this one. Covered it oh. up. They thought ahead this time. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to have to do all that extra work.
1: <laughs> mm.
2: But, uh, I mean, I know of Corto Maltese. It is in the comics. You know, it's kind of like DC's Cuba.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: They had it in Superman Returns. They had it was like, almost like a... Uh, like a direct link to like the uh, DC's own version of the Cuban Missile Crisis, where Superman right. comes in instead, and uh, the Soviets find out. Yep. But yeah. So a lot of stuff for DC fans in it. You know, a lot of little stuff. I don't know how much James Gunn had to do with that, but you know, I would I say think- they
4: probably gave him a fair amount of creative freedom. They realized that the last movie just went off the rails and. They haven't had a good run of things lately. They they have to bring in somebody with some creative <laughs> abilities to they can yeah. take over a project and kind of make it their own. If yeah. they're not doing that, then they're stupid. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna lose overall to Marvel and DC. Well, movie.
3: didn't Margie Robbo just recently say that they don't have any plan for their movies or yeah. for her character, and so she's kind of done with it for a while. I can
4: There's- believe it. They're they're planning a couple things. They're gonna do the um, Peacemaker series. I think it's gonna be a TV show. Um, they're doing. Uh, I think is the Flash movie still Flash movie still happening? Yeah, Flash um, movie. Flash movie. Yeah. I didn't know that. And bringing back uh, what's his face? Ezra Miller, Michael Keaton. As yes.
3: Man. So it's based yeah, on
4: Flash. flash. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be he's gonna be Batman or one of the Batmans in it. Yeah. Tom,
2: how do you not oh. know this? I, I'm I'm so disconnected these days with on? like I, said, I didn't even know the damn suicide squad was even coming out. Yeah. It could have been two years from now and I was saying, Oh, okay, whatever. I don't know. I didn't know. I had no idea.
4: I yeah. Just, I was kind of yeah. hoping we would see a little bit of something in there. Like I thought I was hoping they'd throw an Easter egg or two of of, of Batman or something in there, um, like mm-hmm. they did on the last one a little bit. But uh no, they kept it pretty straightforward, pretty focused the whole time. So Yeah. Overall, I I would I would say if I had to give it a rating out of ten, I'd give it maybe six and a half, seven out of ten. That's more in that range. Six, yeah. Yeah.
2: Let me ask you guys, how would y'all compare it? Is it a better film than Justice League? Which cut? Either one, don't matter. Overall. (laughs) <laughs>
4: yes i'll say yes
2: Definitely. you like it's this good. better okay yeah. Then even the schneider cut uh
4: i did like the schneider cut a lot but yeah. yeah i would still say that this movie is a lot more focused um uh-huh. it's it's a lot better because schneider cut is, is is better it's it's good but it's also four hours long
1: yeah, yeah.
4: so um i would say suicide squad would would beat justice league
2: For me, I probably watched this one way before I would any of the Justice League film.
3: I really want to like the Justice League. I mean, just they make it so hard. Oh, you know,
2: us. (laughs) I mean, Gordon was over here saying it was God's gift to cinema not too long ago. So
3: I like, I mean, I'm probably (laughs) the rare. I've watched it many times, both cuts.
2: Yeah. But it's just they just missed the mark on a lot of things.
3: It shouldn't be that hard. You have all the stories, so much material to work with. I don't know how you don't get so much
1: money. Yeah. (laughs) The
4: answer is they're jumping the gun. That's all that they're jumping the gun to try to keep up with Marvel. So they just tried to shove a bunch of superheroes in there without really any exposition or any opening story about who they are as characters and all that kind of stuff. That's why the Snyder cut was better than the, the original cut of the movie because it actually took a little bit of time to introduce the characters, which, uh-huh. of course, easily you could have taken the Snyder Cut and then made it into episodes. You could have easily turned it into a TV series or mm-hmm. cycled it out quality, and for sure. expanded upon certain parts to create four or five different movies before you even yeah. got to, to to Justice League. Mm-hmm. If we already knew about these characters and had a, an emotional connection to them and, and so on and so forth, Justice League would have been easily more well received even in its current state with what it what it turned out to be right. think, personally
2: yeah but you know it was we got a decent little dc movie here you know yeah not sure what it is. i
4: think it was a solid entry yeah for sure mm-hmm. until the batman comes out but we'll see how that goes
2: mm-hmm. i did i did want to talk a little bit about all the other characters I know King Shark. I know you got a, a view of King Shark. Uh Ms. tell us about it.
3: Well, I, I mean it's a, he's a cool character. He's not dumb. So if you're a fan of The Flash and kind of you know how he's been using the comic books, then you kind of see this version of him. It's like, I don't know, did he have an accident and his brain was damaged? Or... <laughs> it's yeah. like, what is this?
2: It's like What's, uh it's like Bane from the dark Knight and yeah. from like the old, you know, uh, Joe Silverman the,
3: animated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The exaggerated with the chemicals. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I see what and, you're so, saying.
3: Yeah. And I like, you know, I like the King shark, but I just didn't like this iteration of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I can, they did. They screwed up a lot of characters. One character I did want to talk about that. I did kind of like, they really haven't done this version, but I kind mm-hmm. of liked it. I think it might have been the only example in the movie was the rat catcher. Yeah. Yeah. The rat catcher. I mean, in the comics, it's a dude, kind of a corny Batman villain. Mm-hmm. This one, they like made it like his daughter. And I thought she was kind of, fun, kind of fun. I thought she did
3: good. I, I that, that story, that line, that plot in the movie actually got better for me the longer they went into that, looked into it.
4: I, yeah. I think she was by far. If I had to say, if I had to pick better, best character in the movie, she was the best yeah. character. She had the most depth. She yeah. she had a great backstory. Everything yeah. was done really. They took a lot of time to make sure that she was one of the more liked characters.
2: Yeah, gave her gave a little heart to the film. Right. That I did really needed.
4: Did you guys notice who her father was by any chance?
2: They look was familiar. That's
4: huh? Tiki Tawari or was Taiki it Tiki Watiti? Name? Yeah.
2: Wow. Oh, okay.
4: Director of Thor Ragnarok, yep.
2: Yeah, yeah, and he played uh the one the rock guy, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, I know he looked familiar. That was him. Yep. New Zealand guy. I love,
4: right? I love him, man. He's he's one of my favorite people right now. He's pretty. I great. think he's a good director. He's hilarious. He, he's a good writer too. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was good to see him in there.
1: Yeah. But
2: yeah, overall. Suicide Squad, it didn't meet the mark for me, you know, in a lot of places, but it is what it is. And with that, I did want to say this podcast is sponsored by Warner Brothers' new Suicide Squad 2, streaming now on (laughs) HBO now. see it on the big screen near you.
0: (laughs) I think we just lost our sponsorship after that.
2: Do you know what we are will on this podcast? That's what it is first and foremost. I'm not selling out, not to Warner Brothers, not to nobody.
0: I will trust well, me. I will while
1: there, I got... we were
4: working on possibly getting White Castle um, involved.
2: That I like. Yeah, we'll have to do that. So... Yeah, we'll reach out to White Castle.
4: I think it's a good idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Uh, so, uh, did we want to move on to the action film Battle Royale? Seth, you're up. Yeah. Don't... let's do it. You ready? Yeah.
4: So, kind of, kind of, give everybody a rundown of, of how this is going to
2: work. Okay. So, what I wanted to do is take we each, me, Gordon, Seth. We're going to take three characters in a draft like uh, setup, and then we're going to discuss who's shining who shoes, and then Ms. You will be the authority and uh, make the final call. Sounds good. Is everybody is everybody clear? Yep. Okay. So, let me pull up my notes here. It can be any action star of the '80s. That is the uh, the parameters. And uh, I also wanted to exclude like supernatural characters, like you know, like Jedi's. Okay. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, Terminator, RoboCop. Mainly stick to like big hunky action heroes or like maybe like martial artists anywhere you know
4: yep. just the way tom likes them is no mr miyagi Hunky, is
2: mr miyagi available Teddy. miyagi would be a great pick seth that is awesome. a good pick yeah there. okay and uh did we discuss i am going to pick first and then it will be gordon and then seth and like in a draft like setting then it will be seth then gordon and me and then right. one more pick yep. okay are we ready yep Let's do it. Well, for my uh, stable, my first choice, since I was chosen to pick first, I have to go with possibly, we'll call him the Tom Brady of action stars, <laughs> action films, Arnold Schwarzenegger as John Matrix in Commando. We're talking straight-up action star. You don't get any more on-the-nose You know, no gimmicks, no uh, uh, Quaid. You know, it's straight up action star, like almost like a generic, like just what you would think when you think of 80s action kills everybody, that type of thing. But, you know,
3: and has a snappy one liner after he kills you.
2: Yeah, a lot of them. Every time. Not as many as, say, maybe like in The Running Man, but enough of them. Yeah. yeah, the ru- the running man. That's all it was. I think he. Did, I don't think he had any regular lines. It was all one-liners. Yeah, but yeah, John Matrix. You know, you don't hit the nail any more on the head than him. So I had to pick him for. I'd be stupid not to. All right, yeah. uh, Okay, order?
4: I've got a I've got a good one for you here. Um, this one actually doesn't have a very large body count. But is still well renowned as a classic '80s action star, mm-hmm. and mine is Snake Pliskin. Okay, um, the Escape from New York movies. That's a good New one, Gordon. Escape from New York, Escape from LA, you know all this. But uh, I thought that was a pretty good one.
2: He was on my list, so Gordon. You cannot. Well
4: done. You cannot defy an eye patch. Um, Magnum. And then, yeah, and then uh, having uh, a video game. Yeah. You know, all
2: that yeah. stuff. That is a great movie. I do love Escape from New York. A mm-hmm. lot of times I watch that as I'm going to bed. It's just... So good. But yeah, Snake Plissken is a great character. Gordon. That is mm-hmm. an excellent pick. Just He does that voice. A lot of times when Kurt Russell does a big action film, he always tries to emulate an old an old Hollywood actor. And that one, he was doing a Clint Eastwood-like impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can just feel it. He's got that, you know, hard and exterior where he's not really worried about anything. He's got that long hair, the eye patch, the magnum. You don't get any better than that. That's a great pick, Gordon. Well done. Thank you, sir. All right. All right, Seth. It's up to you. Have we taken any of your picks yet, Seth?
0: You guys – I don't know how you guys have let, like, the top three guys fall to me here, but –
2: Stop. Stop.
4: Hold on. Uh, Let's – Rambo. Is it going to be Rambo? Is that going to be your choice?
2: I hope not.
0: Oh, yes. My first pick will be uh, John, Abraham, Rambo. All John right. Abraham,
2: Rambo. <laughs> those, are, those are my top three. I had Matrix, Rambo, then Pliskin. So yeah. I'm glad I mean, you can, guys can, know can, something. Can,
0: can you get any more just like American than John Rambo mowing down insurgents? You know what I mean?
2: yeah. I will say this, Seth, highest body count of any action star in history.
0: Yes. Yep. But, but in the first one, one, he only heals like one person.
2: He makes them up. two hundred and fifty four kills all through his career i did watch that first one today man that is a touching movie Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot darker than than the other ones it's just he's he's a real character and that one's based off a book i don't don't know if the sequels were or not exactly but yeah that that is a great pick seth i mean takes down everyone. But uh, I guess it's up to me then. Next pick. I guess, I'm no, I no it's you.
0: actually my turn. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. We're doing yeah. a Thanks. draft Thanks. style. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> See, I'm just so nervous now. All my picks are getting taken. I'm not going to have anything left.
0: Welcome to the world of fantasy sports.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Here we are. Well, All for right, a guy of so-
4: your your talent when it comes to 80s action movies, I'm sure this won't be a problem for you to you, find you got
0: plenty of horses in the bank, right? You got
2: plenty of... we'll see how things shake out. Yeah.
0: All right. So my uh my next pick, I'm going again nothing flashy, nothing nothing crazy. I'm going with classic uh Dutch from oh, now you yeah, that's Bastard. Bastard.
2: y'all got them right in a row, man. Literally
4: what I was gonna say.
0: I mean, would there be another chip, no, be another pick, though? Would there be another pick?
2: No, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, but that's
4: the one I wanted, you bastard.
2: Yeah. Good one. I mean, y'all are going right down the list, here, man.
0: I mean, we can stop now if you want. I got Rambo <laughs> and Dutch. I mean, it's over. <laughs> that is, that's a good Drop, that's a good this, lineup. That's sir. a good lineup. Drop these two in the middle line, of man. Vietnam and, and just let, let it go, you know? Oh,
2: you killing me. You're killing me. Ugh. All right, Gordon.
4: All right, I'm going to take this in a little bit of a different direction here. All right. We've been having these big bad guys with their big guns and all that stuff. How about swords? Okay. How about Conan the Barbarian?
2: That's a very good pick, Gordon. That's a very good pick. Oh, right? are you
0: kidding me?
4: Conan the Barbarian.
2: You don't what, What's
0: what's a broadsword going to do on a, you know, an AK-47? I would say
4: a broadsword in Conan the Barbarian's hands is going to be uh, a lot more efficient than an RPG in your hands.
2: And not only that, he was trained by but it's I mean, not
0: me here. It's it's Rambo and Dutch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but here's the thing you got these little guys that grew up in this soft world from the day Conan was born. Mm-hmm. He was a slave, he was pushed to his limits, he had to become the strongest. He was either that or die. Yep. He learned from all the world's greatest, uh, you know,
4: resourceful.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. All, all the greatest warriors at that time. Yeah. That's a, that's a great pick. Can't miss Tom, it from
0: Tom you got back to back picks here to round out your team.
2: Oh, y'all didn't leave me with a lot. Oh, there's plenty. There are plenty, but man, you just took some of my best ones. Those are, those are, those are heavy hitters, but, uh, I guess I'm going to have to go with, Martin Riggs. Ooh. Lethal okay, weapon. Like weapon. Okay. We're talking a guy who was without a doubt on cocaine 24 7. rabid, Almost like a feral human being. You know, he has no, he's, he's 100 miles a minute. He's lethal. Lethal weapon. That's what that's the movie he's from. Can't mess with that guy. We'll <laughs> you up every day of the week. And uh, good choice. My last pick will have to be, like I said, Feral. We want to talk about Feral, almost subhuman, wild man, Mad Max. Yeah,
0: I wanted that one.
2: Can't fuck around with Mad Max. Again, just post-apocalyptic survivor. Has been up against the worst of mankind. It's it, a good one. There he, comes in, he comes in on that car, he's taking everybody out. Sawed off shotgun, that's all it needs. Who's next? Gordon?
0: Yeah.
4: There's there's an obvious one. I don't think anybody's taken this one yet, but I am waiting. Yeah. How about John McClane?
2: He was next on my list. Yeah. That's an obvious
4: yeah, that's an obvious choice there. John McClane.
2: He he I put him under Mad Max.
4: You're getting you're getting into some great one liners, some uh some resourcefulness. The inability to ever die, mm-hmm. jumping on the back of fighter jets.
2: That didn't happen. You're it, happened. It, it happened. It happened, Tom. Never in any of the movies. It happened. I'm he ran right into now. a helicopter. Son of a bitch. Was a helicopter. <laughs> this is this is nonsense. He did survive a train uh, explosion and crash. That was pretty wild. That's a good yeah. one. But uh. Is it Seth next? Or...
0: Yeah, this is the last pick.
2: All right, last pick, Seth. I got, got, I
0: got a couple options here.
2: Thinking it out. Choosing up. I almost just went for another random on Schwarzenegger instead of Mad Max, but.
0: I was going to pick Mad Max if you didn't take him. Yeah. Or Hunter might have picked him, who knows.
2: I was thinking maybe going with Quaid or uh, uh, what's his name from uh Eraser but true lies but at the end of the day
1: uh...
4: we'll
1: that's not with... what's
2: happening gordon <laughs> die hard for right there he's showing me a picture of the scene from it looks doctored it looks it looks doctored to me that, that's that that's fan made. That's that fan is him made. on the back of a fighter
4: jet. You piece of shit. It
2: says right there, fan made. What I wanted to see and die hard for.
4: <laughs> this is put out by Fox Home Entertainment. <laughs> Seth,
2: you Seth, Seth, you got your pick. YouTube Seth, you got your pick.
4: Yeah, I'll
0: go with the uh, the most resourceful guy on the list. The guy who can survive anything. figure anything out. We'll go with Indiana Jones.
2: Not bad. Not bad. You hold on. Let
4: time out for a second. You got oh. on me for picking Conan Barbarian because he had a sword. You're going to pick a right. guy that fancies a whip. Yeah. His main weapon.
2: And spends all his time in a classroom.
4: Yeah, but you see his two buddies, Rambo and Dutch. He
0: doesn't need to be a heavy hitter here. This so is you, the strategist.
2: So you're saying he's a throwaway.
0: Look, it was either him or James Bond. I mean, there's a couple of places I could own in here. Mm-hmm.
4: Conan Barbarian knows a whip very well. Uh, bother him no he's yeah. got like PTSD from said whip yeah so hes he's dealt with his issues he's he's been to therapy he knows how to handle it now
2: Conan runs into Indiana Jones he's picking him up and ripping him in half immediately it's not even a question not even a question <laughs> and yeah I mean Indiana Jones, he's great but you see him regularly having trouble fighting regular henchmen just he normal guys half. yeah any of these guys on the list, yeah. he's getting fucked up immediately. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let, let, let's let's just reiterate them again real quick. I got uh, Matrix, John Matrix. Right. And then I had
1: Martin Riggs.
2: Martin Riggs. And, and then Mad had Mad Max. Gordon.
4: I had Pliskin. Um, I had John McClane. And then I had Conan the Barbarian.
2: mm-hmm and then Seth. John Rambo. John Rambo. Which is what you should have picked, Gordon. I would have picked Rambo. Dutch. You you missed the mark.
0: And uh Indiana Jones.
2: Okay. So All let solid me ask. Picks? Yeah, let me ask Miz, just right out of the gate, where's your head at?
3: Uh, you know, I wrote it down here, and it was actually a very easy choice. So I will I will wrap it up this way. The Patriots, all professional, standard team goes to Tom. Nice. Solid, solid. I mean, easy. Makes total sense. Mm -hmm. The most creative picks easily went to Hunter.
2: He was all across the board. Hipster, naturally, naturally.
3: But Seth's picks were so strong and so good. He threw away his third pick. I the value picks. (laughs) One and two were so strong. Yes. He could throw in, you know, whoever he wanted at number three, and it was easy. And I was surprised that nobody... I'm surprised nobody brought up Chuck Norris for the body count in some of the movies that he did. He was up there. He was
1: up
2: there. You
3: know, and even Sigourney Weaver in her body count.
2: Yeah. Ripley, yeah.
3: Yeah. Seth. Seth has the strongest, I mean... Those are two. I I had the third pick, guys. Come on. What are you guys doing? I bet. But it's so, uh, Hunter's were so creative. Tom, yours were just like the New England Patriots of the (laughs) picks. All players (laughs) across the board.
2: Let's talk it out. Gordon.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I don't know, man. John McClain, he's great and all. are Are we
0: talking John McClain from one or John McClain when he lands on the fighter jet? Which one are we talking about?
4: I think there's no difference. There's no difference between the <laughs> two.
2: Just kind of like an amalgam. Yeah. Yep. We're talking Conan the Destroyer and Barbarian.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Are we talking about Conan when he's like four and chains or when he's a grown man?
4: Grown ass man, dude. What are you talking about? All right. Yeah. I just don't think you should. All right.
2: I don't think John McClane's a very strong pick. It's just the fact he's he's a regular cop. He's pulled off some stuff, but it was against like some. I mean, who did he really? Go up against, especially in the first film, some some hipster, uh, uh, uh German, <laughs> uh, uh, wine mm-hmm. drinking mm-hmm. bank robbers. I mean, Order that's a to me. <laughs> he, he shoots a couple guys, throws a couple guys out the window. He's really not a strong pick either. Well,
4: here, no, here's the thing that he brings to the table.
2: Okay, tell us.
4: right. What he it. brings to the table is testicular fortitude. All right. Big dick energy, one would say. Big dick energy. Always. He's <laughs> never running he away. He's never turning anything down. He's going right into the fight every time. It doesn't matter know. if he dies or not. He doesn't care.
2: I mean, we've seen that he fights through a bad headache. I wouldn't go that far though, Gordon. I mean, Pretty come bad. on. It was a bad headache though, Tom. I it mean, really, have you ever
4: tried to do anything during when you've had a headache?
2: Run. Run's what he should have done. And I think he would. If he saw a lot of these guys on the list. He'd be gone. <laughs> he's like, I don't deal with this shit in New York. I don't need none of this. We got a motherfucker over here driving a tank. We got a crazy guy over here that's- With a sword? Walking to himself.
4: <laughs> Even, what about the guy with the whip? How about Indiana
2: Jones? Right. He's not, he's not worried about him. He's definitely exactly. not worried about him. He shoots him right in the face in the exactly. first five That's it. That. But you know, And, and Indy will uh, shakily try to get out his 1930s pistol and miss a couple times and then get his face blown off.
4: Here's the thing about one of my picks that we're not bringing into the equation as well. Snake Pliskin, most of his kills and most of what he does is in the shadows. Yeah. He's actually one of the only ones of these, these particular ones, besides Rambo, obviously, yeah. that is more of a, a guerrilla warfighter to a certain extent. So that's a pretty have, have strong you seen option to throw in there. <laughs> Have you yeah, seen that's,
2: <laughs> that's only at the end of it, Seth. At the end of the day, Gordon, your guy, Snake Plissken, yeah, he's cool. He's not formally trained, really. He's more of a outlaw. And mm-hmm. all the people he kills, he gets dropped in the middle of a city with a big pistol. And nobody else really has guns. He's facing a bunch of ass, uh, uh, criminal assholes. They're, really, they're not trained soldiers, either. They're just a bunch of guys that got thrown into New York. I wouldn't say he's a great pick, either. All right, Tom,
4: let's throw your ass in the middle of New York with a big gun (laughs) and see how you
1: fare.
2: I wouldn't fare great. But if you if you're putting him up against the other picks, okay, I'm not I'm not in the the challenge, Gordon. It's this guy, you know, this is what you gotta look at. And also, Seth, as far as Rambo goes, he is an insanely great warrior. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I mean, he but it's the far highest body of, count out of all. I of them. mean, you see his his mental state. Have so you seen him shirtless? Away. I have seen him shirtless. I know. I, I I know all that. I'm talking about his mental state, not nothing to do with his physical state. He's he's got PTSD. Uh uh-huh. huh. He, he, he's loose. He's he, he can be unpredictable. Right. So you know, it, t- it takes away from. You know, he takes out a bunch of fucking redneck cops in wa- in Washington. Is that real? Can you put that up against? John Matrix taking down basically a trained professional army? I don't think so. He takes out Rambo 10 times out of 10. You think so? You say you're great with Dutch and Rambo. That's all you need on your team. I think I could drop my two other guys and just have John Matrix. He takes out everyone. That's (laughs) where I'm at.
1: Can you just just repeat that?
0: I mean, maybe if he's given a a bunker like he is at the end of the movie, you know, (laughs) uh, a military grade armory. He's in
2: cover, maybe 2% of that movie. He probably takes 100 bullets to the face, doesn't fall (laughs) down.
4: So it sounds like (laughs) you're telling us that your pick is actually dumber than the other picks on this list. Like, just as a person, he's really dumb. What do you mean by that? As a warfighter, he's dumb. He makes dumb choices.
2: No, he's just so skilled, he doesn't waste time with having to get in cover. He's, he's, he's taking everybody out. If he needs to get in cover, he'll jump over the bushes. We saw that. That happened. <laughs> Sounds like and
4: a poor what? excuse for being an idiot.
2: After he takes out 100 guys and wastes all of his ammo, then he has to go he – can, he can make do with, with a garden tool shed. That's what I saw. That's a great part, by the way. He doesn't he, – he's so – he, he's got he's got everybody beat. It doesn't matter what situation.
4: I mean, I'll give it to you. I think he does beat Rambo because um, I mean he can barely even speak. You know he's he's a pretty special guy, but
2: he's so haunted.
4: Yeah, so haunted he can't even form words anymore.
2: <laughs> and again, who does he really take out? He takes out a bunch of dumbass redneck mountain cops and uh, some leftover. V- this is like ten years after the Viet Vietnam War, so these guys are basically all. Vets that barely know what they're doing anymore.
4: (laughs) He's just fighting a bunch of Vietnam vets.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) John Matrix goes up against a trained, well-funded army with Mm -hmm. tanks, helicopters, all the best, all the best equipment. He's not facing guys with sticks or a bunch of thugs in a in a (laughs) in a post-apocalyptic New York.
4: Tom, I'm just gonna keep playing the video John McClain. Jumping on top of the back of a fighter jet. That's that's meaningless.
1: I don't, I don't even remember to that to movie. Was
4: he literally took take to, took down the fighter jet using a wow. semi truck in his body. How did I forget that?
2: Because it was a stupid It's not part. a good movie. I'll, I'll tell you that. But <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> terrible, terrible. I mean, we've seen John McClane. I mean, he almost gets taken out by a bunch of pansy uh, uh, people from Germany that have no skill, gets, it gets his feet all torn up, he's a terrible choice. I don't even know why you'd bring him up again, just like the other ones. I mean, the only pick you got is Conan, and he doesn't even have a fucking gun. He's getting gunned down in two seconds. Gordon, you you're way guns, out of this Tom, You're way out of this one.
4: Two huge
2: guns. Seth, how do you feel about Gordon's picks?
4: Uh,
0: like Miz said, A for creativity, but, I mean, practicality, you know, it's just
2: – <laughs> let's say if if this was all a big battle royale where no one had guns, I could see Conan easily taking it. But again, he's going to get shot, and it's over. It's over. That's why I didn't pick him, because I thought about it. Gordon, Mm. as far as I see, you got Dutch, Seth. I think that's your one good pick that might be able to take on Matrix, because you can't really say... I mean, Matrix, he took down a whole army, but he didn't take down a creature from space. And that's something that can be said. So you want to tell us about that picture? You want to elaborate anymore? Or you just want me to make your arguments for you?
0: I think, I think it makes the arguments for itself. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you, you put Dutch and Rambo in the middle of the Vietnamese forest or the jungle, you take their shirts off and you get them an M- M16, and it's over. That's all it is.
2: See, I think if you add in the element that I have of Mad Max, he's fought some, you could say, otherworldly characters. and always comes out on time. Very resourceful. Doesn't need hardly any food or water.
0: He's a survivalist. Yeah. He
2: goes for days. True. A history with dealing with strange minds.
4: I mean, yeah, he's always rivalist, but how much can he survive being shot a bunch of times or stabbed? Right. right.
2: More just as much as anybody else on this list. Kind of take oh,
4: hunger and, and thirst out of the equation.
2: I mean, he regularly has to dodge bullets all the time when he's trying to fight for water, fight for gas. I mean, come on. I'm just your trying You're half you're, the you're time. He doesn't have a car. You take the car away from him. He's got the car. Come on, give him the car. I give Conan his big-ass sword. I mean, that's part of his character. I think if it's part of their character, they should Mm -hmm. definitely have it. He's got the car. He's he's running over John McClane in the first five minutes, (laughs) by the (laughs) way.
4: Not if John McClane jumps on the back of it like he did on that fighter jet, Tom. That's true, Tom. That's true.
1: Here's the thing.
2: (laughs) You keep bringing that up. I mean, he's got... The fighter jet pilot didn't have a sawed off shotgun. John McCain's getting his ass blown off immediately. (laughs) That's what I see happening. Hmm. Hmm. And
4: uh, no, this is going to come down to uh,
0: no, no, it's already been decided, it's not coming down to anything.
3: No, I've been declared the winner. No, no, no. wrong,
2: wrong. I
3: think Tom and uh, Hunter are putting an asterisk by your win.
2: And, and, you know, I got Martin Riggs. He's the craziest man that ever lived, by the way. <laughs> you know, as for, if, if, if you Wait, put a Riggs. you just criticized
0: them for Rambo being that way. Does he have the cocaine with him?
2: <laughs> that, that's gonna Again, I think that's part of his character. So I would assume, yes, he's got okay. a whole bag full of coke right next to him. He's got eight ball of coke. Well, we've a, seen what park. he can do in high-stress situations. Mm-hmm. He doesn't
0: have Danny Glover with him, though. So
2: that You could argue that's part of his character, but <laughs> he does have Danny Glover with him. It's Riggs and Murdoch. Murtaugh.
0: So many good characters. Yeah. Well, then does Dutch have Carl Weathers?
4: No, he, he has he's, His he's, whole
3: team, his whole squad. There you go.
4: Thank you. You don't get Carl Weathers as well.
2: <laughs> he gets Weathers, them all.
3: Didn't he die in that movie anyways? Even the little Colombian girl. He gets them all.
2: Damn, that's not fair.
0: I mean, you should have picked Rocky Balboa. You would have got Mickey. Just
1: now, like a I'm big – f-
4: there's just a big old, like, brawl of of guys shooting each other, and you got one guy in there with boxing you gloves. just, just here, hey, Conan.
2: <laughs> hey, Conan, I didn't hear no bell.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just go at it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Miz, you're the final authority. You've heard the arguments.
3: I'm sticking with Seth. With Rambo and Dutch, but uh, I mean, you guys, everybody picked a really good, um, one. Except so for Hunter. <laughs> Hunter was very creative. I'd like to see you guys do the same thing with uh, picking best villains.
2: Yeah, we probably will. We'll probably do a lot of these. I just wanted to try this format, see Kim's what good. the audience thinks about it. You know, and you know, we could do it with uh, with uh, with horror villains. You know, horror mm-hmm. movie monsters. Hunter
0: hasn't seen
4: any horror movies except for, you know.
2: He's seen enough. Seen the seen
4: ones that horror. were not theatrically released. I was really into horror movies for a long time.
2: Y'all, y'all probably haven't, haven't seen, have ever seen Halloween. Have as you guys horror- ever seen
4: by the way? Have you guys ever seen The Witch? No.
2: Oh, well, you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> it is it as boring as fuck?
3: <laughs> Oof.
2: Tom, why are you hating on it, man? You actually liked it. Uh, you know, it rattled around for a few years, and I thought maybe it's not as 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 the cinematic masterpiece you make it out to be. It's a fine film. But the contrarian in me sees that, focuses on it, executes.
4: It's an it's indie like film, so Tom hates it. It doesn't matter how good of a film it was. Tom hates it.
0: Thank you. Yeah, that's true, Tom. That's true. If it has a cult following and, and you don't no, like no, no, it.
2: No, 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 no. It's just if one of my friends loves it, that's what it is. It doesn't have anything to do with the cult. Chaz or Gordon, I'm probably going to end up hating it. Because I hate them. Yep. <laughs> that's true. No, but but Seth, if you would have asked if I could have bet my immortal soul on who was going to win the Screen Kings Coliseum, and I would have never bet you. Nope. Blame
0: I'm, yourselves for leaving me the two, two
2: top well, picks. Where, Blame where do I picked John Matrix, who I still think would be.
0: The top All right. Of the that's, that's that's fair. That's that's
2: a fair pick. And Gordon probably should have picked Rambo, and then Hunter had...
0: Hunter punted his first two
2: picks, yeah, first yeah. three picks. Hunter, Hunter whiffed it by picking, uh, you know, Snake Pliskin, who's an okay character, but definitely not anywhere near these guys. He was on Whenever your list. Had...
4: I just took him before you took him.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I would have definitely my next pick definitely would have been Rambo without a doubt. He's definitely he's up there, and you, and then you had that you, you already had two picks you could have done, Seth. So. It ended up going in your favor. You know about these draft uh, concepts. That's what. That's all it was, really. When you just think good about at it.
4: fantasy football. That's it.
2: Yeah. Fantasy football helped you out this time, Seth. <laughs> but I nonetheless, you are the Screen King Coliseum champion right now. So you should definitely wear that as a badge of honor, Seth. So. Well done. I know. You're going to say about for the for man. I mean, if you almost picked anybody else, anybody else.
0: Yeah, my well didn't run deep, but I took I took the guys right on top.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was a tough one, but
0: because I'm like the least what movie knowledgeable guy here, right?
4: Probably, yeah. I'd
2: definitely say that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but Tom, yeah. what else we got, man? We don't have much. That that pretty much wraps it up.
0: Have, this uh, I well, mentioned earlier. Time. Have you have you guys? Did you ever watch the Fear Street movies on Netflix? Did you guys watch those?
2: I watched uh, no. first probably about 10 20 minutes of it it did seem interesting i would like to pick it back up
0: there's three of them out on netflix and they're really, really? good i'd recommend them yeah
2: yeah it seemed like it really had a good halloween feel the closer we get to those times i think those would yeah they're
0: the real fun movies
2: yeah fear street mm-hmm. yep yeah check three those parts. out on netflix it did seem pretty interesting i will have to watch them but did anybody else have anything
4: uh no um from this point forward um i don't know if we have anything prepared thus far but um for anybody that's listening we're going to start trying to um give you all a heads up on some of the things we're going to be talking about some of the movies prior to us doing the next podcast that way anybody can watch these movies as well and follow along um and Mm -hmm you know be, yeah. be a little bit more involved in the whole thing yeah let me
0: know so i can watch the movies too because i probably yeah. haven't seen them
2: i got an update for that we got a we got a big docket for next week first off we have a special guest coming in the louie anderson is going to be here on the screen kings podcast <laughs> in the studio and when really? we're really here we're going to talk we're going to break down all of black widow he was a big fan of the movie we're going to break it down we're going to talk about it he loved the film maybe really? some people loved it maybe some people hated it who knows we're going to figure it out then but uh yeah stay tuned for that and uh also if you have any questions comments concerns hit us up at screen at gmail.com tell us who maybe you think won in the coliseum Did Seth win it? Most people will probably say yes, but maybe I have. If anybody says Gordon won, then they're just fucking lobotomite, in my opinion.
0: Gordon Burners.
2: Mm-hmm. Tell us maybe what some of your favorite action films were, and uh, tell us if you like the pod.
0: Wait. I'm pretty sure. Didn't last week I promised to buy you guys lunch if we had more than three emails, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Is that still a thing? Yeah. I can look at those burner accounts real quick. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, but uh,
4: Michael Hunt seems to be uh be enjoying the pod.
2: What's that? Michael Hunt, Hunt seems to yeah, be a big fan. The Michael Hunt, yeah, he loves the pod. Mike Hunt, he's a big fan. i will probably be hearing from him again. I'm sure he loved this episode. But yeah, uh, I appreciate you all you guys being on. It was fun and a lot of fun. Until next week. I've been TH Latrell. Cool. I've been
4: Detective James Gordon. Yeah. Uh, I've I've been here. And Mr. Per usual. And, and we'd like get, to thank our guest, Ms. Yeah. for jumping in and Yeah. Can uh,
0: I just say I thought Ms. uh put this podcast on his back this week and really carried it forward. Yeah, I yeah. Agree.
2: Carried okay. us this week, Ms. We need it. God. Especially when you got folks like Seth on this podcast. We need yep. some more flavor. You know what I mean?
3: Yep. Oh, it was great, guys. Thank you for the invite.
2: We definitely Absolutely. appreciate having you. And uh, until next week, Screen Fiends, we'll see you.
1: I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. This is Sparta! You can't find the Temtem!
2: When you get the vibration It won't do you no good Come on It won't do you
4: no good And you can tell I got fever You try to shake it off Try it all you want It
2: won't do you no good
4: Say it won't do you no good And I
1: say It's your baby Come on, love is alright Have a nose, they wanna